Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, we were talking a little bit. I was just just letting them know, you know, how, how uh, th- this is a, a special day for these guys. All these guys work so hard to be able to um, put on an NFL jersey and have their first practice. And so... Sometimes you got to step back and remind yourself of that. But at the same point in time, we were just talking through with just how he's feeling mentally. He was coming over and, and, and asking, you know, what was going on. And I was telling him just a little bit, not a lot, because I didn't want to, I wanted them to be able to do their thing. And then coach Tabor, you know, was running the show today. So I just got to make sure that uh, um, he wasn't turning this thing into like 80% special teams day and uh, telling all the coaches they got margarita night tonight. Bear down, baby. Yes, sir. What's wrong with margarita night? Very nice to be margarita night. Wow. Got to get our, get ourselves a new coach. You know, Lou Pinella should be coaching the Bears, right? Prickly pear margarita. <laughs> and a margarita. Ma, 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 and ma, and margarita. some vodka. <laughs> and, 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 and some whiskey. And, and Matt Sinatra is going to come over. <laughs> I could. Uh, Sinatra and I, we 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 were driving to Cincinnati and we got lost. Remember that? It's because Lou fell asleep. By the way, you asked for the texters. The text zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at rosenhyundai.com. And you asked for names of strains for Ryan Sandberg. Now I had the Ryan Sandbong. That was my thought. That so could good. be more of the more of the instrument itself. The 708 texter first came in with the two bagger, and then here's one I really like. Bee's knees said it has to be called the Rhineapple Express. Nice. Yes, nicely played. But that's is there something we could do with like the the daily double back from the Bob Dernier Ryan Sandberg daily double like like doing it twice like one, when you wake up. Ooh, I'm on to something. The wake and bake, that's the that's the first, and then the double is like later at night. It's it could be yeah. the daily double strand where you do pot twice a day. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That would be the yep. daily double. Yep. Would, yeah. Yep. You yep, talk to it. your your you talk to your buddy Ryan or the Ryan Apple Express as as we're not gonna call him because that's like so perfect. <laughs> that's my only regret is I didn't think of it. But that's not why you called. You called to talk bears. Score Hotline oh, yes. is brought to you by Alpamani Nissan. Alpamani Nissan in Melrose Park on North Avenue, apnissan.com. We welcome back to the show 
Jim Schwantz. He is heard on the 780 AM, 105.9 WBBM pregame, postgame, halftime show. And he's being heard now on the score to talk about, well, Jim, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. I had to get a former player's response to what happens when the schedule's released and everybody's predicting records for teams when nobody's taking a snap. And, like, what does a player think of this kind of nonsense? That, that, that it's just that it's nonsense. But let's start first off, guys. Uh, Margarita Knights, what's wrong with 80% special teams practices? I mean, I, I, I honestly... <laughs> You know, if, if we really want to, if we really want to go to the crux of the conversation, we should have eighty uh-huh. percent special team practices. I don't know what's there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know. Maybe that's the fault in Coach Nagy, but uh, but no, I, I I mean, you know, it's the same thing with you know power rankings before the season starts when nobody's played a game and and those types of things. It, it, it's it's the monster that the NFL is. They've turned you know the 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 night the uh, schedule comes out to a prime time event and it draws ratings, just like the draft. They never thought the draft would draw ratings, and then the, the executives from the other uh, networks looked and said, the NFL's putting their draft at 7 o'clock on a Thursday night? I think we'll put reruns on and, and, and because we know we're not going to win that time slot because the NFL will, and that's, and that's what, what it basically boils down to. We're talking NFL, we're talking schedules, you know, and here we are in, in, in May and, and you know, not even quite ready to, uh, to see the season get started yet. So it, it is what it is, but, yeah, it's, it's fun. You know, I, I – I obviously took a look at the schedule and, you know, the home away, home away, home away thing, the, the bye week at week, uh, whatever, week, week 10 or whatever it is, the, uh, the schedule is a tough one. The AFC, uh, you know, the AFC crossover games are not going to be fun this year. They're, those are, those are some, some, some very physical, tough football teams and teams that are on the rise. So you don't get an easy, uh, easy crossover in the AFC. And then, of course, you know, the NFC side, you've got some, some, some pretty, pretty strong football teams as well. Yeah, and then when they open up in prime time in Los Angeles against the Rams, Jim Schwantz, will Justin Fields be the starting quarterback? Uh, I, I believe he will. I think uh, I think this everything you're going to hear and see. The only thing that gives me a little bit of pause is, you know, a lot of it, it's going to really come down to the. And I hate to go preseason because I'm an old timer and I want you know when I, when I played the preseason meant something and you know that's how I made <laughs> football teams and. You know, I called them my, my four Super Bowls, basically, when I played, because if I didn't play well, then I wasn't going to have a spot. But, you know, I, I think it's more than ever, he's going to need, Coach Nagy's going to need to really let some of these kids, especially the younger kids, play, because there's not going to be anything in practice. You know, the veteran minicamps, the, the voluntary minicamps, most veterans have said they're not going to them. So there's not going to be much of that off-field stuff. And if you're going to really get well at the quarterback position with receivers, young receivers, young tight ends, and then hopefully Allen Robinson plays nice this year in the offseason and getting into the preseason, um, you got you got to do it against co- contact. I mean, it's one thing to run it on air. It's one thing to run it in shoulder pads and helmets. It's one thing to run it against your own, your own squad. It's another thing to get the timing and the chemistry right when you're running it in what would be game situations, game reps. You, you, just, you just can't simulate those in practice. I I always use my uh, analogy when I used to coach basketball. You know, if you played a team that had a really good press, you would put six kids on the floor to practice against it to try to make it harder. Well, in football, you can't do that. You can't put 12, 13, 14 guys on the field. It's just not it's, – it's, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't play right. So there's really no way to get game reps uh, except in games. So even though they're, they're for fun in their preseason and they don't count – Guys are going to compete. When you put helmets on and shoulder pads and you put another jersey across the, whole, the way from you, you will compete, 
And that's what this team is going to need if we're going to see Justin be the uh, the, the number one uh, on opening night. Our guest is Jim Schwantz. He is uh, Palatine's very own. He's also part of the WBBM, our brother station, 780 AM, 105.9 FM, pregame, postgame, halftime show. Talking Bears football here is a former Super Bowl winner with the Dallas Cowboys. I suggested earlier that the determination of the of QB1 for week one will be Tevin Jenkins. Because if he really can't block and play left tackle, they're going to let Andy Dalton be the Sears crash test dummy. <laughs> and and you can tell me Justin Fields runs around and he's really good at that. And they said that about Patrick Mahomes and how'd that work out in the Super Bowl when you got lousy tackles for Kansas City. Do you think there's any merit to that? Or is it irrespective of what Tevin Jenkins does or doesn't do? You know, Rosie, I'm interested because and, and, and Grody can back me up on this. A few times during our pregame shows over the last couple of years, Jay Hilgenberg has gone on record saying Cody Whitehair would be an excellent left tackle in the NFL. And, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defer to him as a guy that knows the offensive line position. He's a, he's a guy that has all the tools. He's athletic. Um, so so if, if Tevin's going to be the starting left tackle, and obviously you've got a spot for Cody, you get James coming back, you know, you're, you're going to have a, a pretty decent uh, – decent starting five but at the same time um if you are able to to put to put cody out there and, and i don't know i'm just kind of spitballing here if it, that's if that's the way that they end up going um then then you let then maybe you have an opportunity to uh to, to let a young quarterback go back there and, and take his knocks i mean it's worked out well in the past that guys like you know i don't want to put Justin in the same same uh uh same era as two hall of famers but you know, Troy Aikman took an absolute beating his rookie year, and then so did Peyton Manning. So it, it can be done, um, but at the same time, you see these quarterbacks, as they get a little bit older, they start seeing those ghosts, and uh, you get hit too many times in the blind side, things start to happen. So, you know, there's merit to what you're saying. Sure, if, if Tevin can, can come out and, and be a, a formidable left tackle and can, can hold it down out there and you don't have to keep tight ends and running backs in and those types of things, then, yeah, you might be able to see, see Justin back there. But I kind of <laughs> – I, I, I hope Andy Dalton's not listening because they're going to say, Andy Dalton, if, we, if the guy can't block at the left tackle position, guess what? You're starting. <laughs> well, that's true. Investments yep. are different on them. Yep. Um, a, a, a guy who has received a lot of attention, you know, other side of Justin Fields is Anthony Miller. And, yeah. you know, they're, they're saying that he has been present and he is – maturing but hey you know basically the message to him for two years now is get your act together do you think that they can still make him into the wide receiver they thought he was going to be when they moved up in the second round to draft him you know mark i think it's going to come down to you know the 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 depth chart the needs if there's if there's other guys that can come in and get it done. I, I have, I have uh, kind of the ship has sailed for me with Anthony Miller. I, I it's it sailed when they were in London, and uh, Allen Robinson makes an unbelievable touchdown catch, and he is not even involved in the play, but takes the ball and and throws it into the stands and and uh, and gets in the face of the defender and gets a 15-yard penalty, and the Bears are kicking off from their own 20-yard line. I mean that that stuff that stuff doesn't play, and I get it. He's an excitable player. He's a young player. Those types of things. But you're right. For two years, I mean, right now the, the the career highlight for him is run to the L, right? That was the one in Atlanta where he caught the touchdown, uh, to, the touchdown to, to to beat the the Falcons, and we kind of thought that the corner had turned there a little bit. Hey, 
You know, this is this is the quarterback went to a young receiver and said, I'm trusting you. Just run to the L. I'll throw it there. You catch it. We win. And it happened. And you're like, wow, this is this is kind of turning the corner. And then it was just nothing but pain uh, going forward for, beyond that. So, um, you know, I, I'm not – it would take an awful lot for a guy to, you know, to, 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 to be able to prove himself. And how do you prove yourself, too? Do you go out and practice? And prove, no, you don't practice, prove yourself in practice anymore. Those days, like I said, are long gone. The days of – of uh, Oklahoma drill up in Platteville for the first three days to find out who's tough. Those days are long gone. They're, they're, they've gone, been gone for years. So you've got to be able to do it in games. And so do you trust him to give him a roster spot in week one and then find out by week six, seven, eight that he's, that he's not the guy? And, oh, by the way, all throughout preseason and if, if they play preseason games and, and uh, during training, he's taking reps. That's the other thing, too. Every time he's out there, he's taking a rep. And if he's not a guy that you are ready to go to battle with, then, then, then you have to cut bait. One of the things that, that some people have criticized, found a flaw in Justin Fields' game, is holds on to the ball too long. And part of that is that it, you, you throw deep offense, a look-deep offense, a deep-to-short mentality is you're going to hold on to the ball longer. One of the things I don't know how he finds this out, but help me out here. Young quarterbacks generally have no idea what an open receiver looks like in the NFL because it's completely different than what it looks like in college. Now he's got a huge advantage in Allen Robinson, who is leads the league in, in contested catches. But what is the growth? What's the growth growth? chart for somebody like that or for a quarterback how will you know that he's that it's that's a just a quick release how does he get past that well it's interesting rosie because yeah i i I was fortunate to play with a couple of quarterbacks who had uh two different types of open you say college open or, or pro open but you know a guy like troy aikman he he could he could see a guy open a guy comes open his arm was so strong he could throw it and still get Michael Irvin or Alan or, or, or Alvin Harper or Jay Novacek or somebody um, because of his arm strength. Then I go, you know, I, I get signed a free agent deal and I'm in San Francisco and I watch the first practice of Steve Young throwing the football. I go, how in the world is this guy not throw 15, 16 picks a, a year? The ball it just doesn't come out with the same velocity. Well, he was throwing guys open. Guys were covered or in their breaks still, you know, before their breaks, I should say. Before the ball, and he was releasing the ball because he trusted the system. He trusted the receiver to win at the break point, and the ball was being thrown, you know, half a count before when Troy would be throwing the football. So two different quarterbacks, two different arm strengths, you know, and, and two different players. I think Justin's going to be kind of the same way. To your point, a guy like Allen Robinson is going to win those contested catches. So maybe you have the confidence to throw the football into tight windows with a guy like that, whereas you know, Mooney and, and, and Komet and these guys who haven't really shown the ability to go up and get those yet, they're not quite there at that position yet. And that's, what, that's why I'm a little bit fearful of the preseason and you know, the training camps because you know, we've been hearing for, for you know, we had great practice, great week of practice, great week of practice. Well, you know, they don't, when, you're, when you're battling your own guys, you, know, you, want it, you don't want to ramp up the, the intensity too much because you know, Jerry Jones used to say this when we would practice against the, the Raiders. The, the reporters would ask, why do you like practicing against other teams? It, it leads to fights. It leads to these types of things. It's you know, it's, it's, you know better chance. So he goes, when I'm practicing against another team, if one of my, if there's a guy on the field that's hurt, there's only a 50% chance it's my guy. If we're practicing against <laughs> ourselves, it's a hundred percent chance. That's my guy. So he's always, you know, he's always thinking, but 
But, you know, we got to be able to find a way to increase the intensity in practice and, and, and the consequences have to be there and, and the competition level has got to be high. And when you get a team that can, that can raise the competition level in practice without causing fights and injuries, and those, that's when you really found a special group. And uh, you, see, you hear that out of like places like Baltimore all the time where, you know, I just watched the 85 Bear thing again, and, you know, the, the guys would talk about, you know, we just, our hardest game during the week was practice. When we pulled, yeah. The game was easy. The practices were hard. Well, when you get to that point where, the, where Sunday becomes easy because you've practiced so well during the week, so we'll have to see if Justin and, and his group of receivers and the defensive backs all in, all in concert with each other can make that happen. We've saved just a little bit of room to talk about the defense because, you know, it's all about the offense. But the, <laughs> the defense has has not returned to its uh, what was elite form in 2018, took a step down in 2019, and then probably even a bigger step down last year. Can they get back to somewhere in the middle or even back to where they were in 2018? You know, it, it's you, you, I, you listen to guys like, uh, uh, Maynard back in the day, he used to say, Brad Maynard would say, every year we don't win the Super Bowl, Olin Kruitz is one year older. I'm one year older. Brian Erlacher is one year older. So we're going back to this well now, three years later, and we're still hoping we're going to get the Khalil Mack from three years ago. And Akeem Hicks is going to be healthy all year this year. And Roquan Smith is going to take that next step. But every one of those guys has got another year of tread on that tire that's come off that tire, I should say, so you don't know. And Father Time, there is no warning system when all of a sudden he taps you on the shoulder and says, you know, your career's on the downside. So I'm hoping, you know, a lot of things have to go right. Eddie Jackson's got to play better. He has got to play better. 100% he's got to play better. Jalen Johnson's got to have another good, solid year to, to put on top of that. And obviously Kyle Fuller's got to be replaced because not only what Kyle Fuller did on the field, which – you know, you could argue last year the play of the year was the, uh, the, the, the big hit against Tampa that caused the fumble and, and uh, really turned that game around and allowed the Bears to, to beat the, the Buccaneers, the eventual Super Bowl champs, uh, at Soldier Field. And, and, but Kyle, you listen to Jalen Johnson, what he talked about, what, what, he, what he was worth in the, off, in the off-field times. But before practice, picking his ear, uh, um, you know, grabbing him uh, from the side and saying, hey, what, what, what are you, why are you doing this? And he's a, he was a coach on the field, like the predominant coach on the field, and he did so much for Jalen Johnson and bringing him along as a pro's pro. That's not in the locker room this year. So you're going to miss that. And so it'll be interesting to see if, if, if that defense can gel with the new head coach, with the new defensive coordinator, I should say, a new, a new voice in the room. We hear that a lot. So if they can get, if they can squeeze a little bit out of that mark, yeah, I think they can get back to somewhere close to where they were uh, a couple of years ago. But they're never going to be that 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 team that uh, that defense that first year when when Khalil Mack came over and and, and really just kind of kind of put things on on notice. Aw. Uh, before we let the mayor of Palatine go, I I would be remiss if I did not ask what the latest update masking updates are for the Palat the Greater Palatine Metropolis. Uh, we're locked up with the governor, unfortunately, since they're, they're a government entity. So we are in that bridge phase, and uh, and so right now it's you know a lot of stuff outside and and uh, distance. When you're distance, you're able to uh, to pull that mask off. But a lot of the businesses and stuff still are asking you when you're in the government buildings, you still have to have them on. But June 11th, we've all got that date circled on the calendar. June 11th will be the day if 
that we don't take any steps backwards, that we can uh, we can be Illinois restored, and then we can uh, we can go on with our lives. So we're hoping. All righty then. Well, that's a good update. Thank you, Mr. Rosenblum. We're going to Palatine. We are. We're we're doing that thing. We 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 know where the party central of Illinois is. Hell yeah, Jim. We love having you on. Thanks for your insight. Thanks for your time. No worries, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day, pal. See ya. All right, see you, man. It's Jim Schwantz. Part of the WBBM 780 AM, 105.9 FM. post postgame halftime show is just wonderful. I love talking to him. Just great stuff and great insight. So there you go. Uh, we did that. Um, while I am marking the return to this show with Mark Grody, Saturday mm-hmm. Suckage and the WB Club, while I was uh, suspended for passing drug tests, I, enjoy, mm-hmm. I, I had remember listening to you. I had such a... It, a spectacular experience. I need to share this. It's actually a government entity that is not only doing the right thing, did the greatest thing I've ever heard of, and it was the company, and it was the soundtrack of Mark Grody was was keeping me company. So I want to oh. share that with the class. Okay. After this. I look forward Why to that. that. All righty Please. then. Please. So he's Mark Grody. I'm Steve Rosenman. We are Saturday Suckage Like It Ought to Be, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
Welcome in, welcome back. Saturday Suckers Like It Ought to Be. Steve Rosenblum, Mark Rohde with you. Chicago Sports Radio 670 to score. Here's your Cubs update. Ian Happ has been activated from the 10-day injured list. Cubs designated infielder Ildemaro Vargas for assignment. So Ildemaro. he's going back, going back to wherever he goes back to. And uh, Ian Happ will be back and ready to play in Detroit. So when I said Saturday suckage like it ought to be, and I, um, one of the Saturdays that I was suspended for passing a drug test and not able to co-chair the WB club with you, Mark, mm-hmm. I had decided to take advantage of driver's license amnesty, right? It kept getting extended. Whatever you have, the, the real ID, and the driver's license amnesty, and the... If, I moved and I never changed the address and then the pandemic hit and you weren't allowed in. And then when you were allowed in, it was like a three-week wait while you were standding outside in line. It was Secretary of State's office. It was just a mess with yeah. social distancing, with, with trying to figure out what's really important here. We can't have all these people around here. And it was the Secretary of State's office. Has When you're sitting there, we've all been there. When you've been in that waiting for just, all I need is my address changed and all I need is, I need one thing, just one thing before I take a life and it might be my own. And you're there for eight hours and then you finally escape and it's jammed. It's busy. It's, it looks like chaos. It looks like a jailbreak. You're never going to get called. It's their revenge. It's the government's revenge. (laughs) Then I found out about something that I think is the greatest government idea since I can't imagine when. In looking up CyberDrive Illinois and Jesse White's office um, had created an opportunity for you, for me, for anybody who needed something done at the Secretary of State's office to make an appointment. Had you ever heard of such a thing? No. That that sounds like it, it should be one of those things that continues beyond the pandemic. It 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 ha it it should. What I found out was I could make I could make an appointment. I want to call it a reservation because this turned out to be like a spa day for me. But you made an appointment. <laughs> you you I saw what you have to be able to do to make this appointment is you have to be able to check all the boxes, supply all the information. And if you want, like, all I want to do is change my address. A simple thing, and I knew that it would be a bloodletting in the Secretary of State's office, because it always is. But you answer, I had to answer a question. Yes, I have a passport, I just need my address. I can prove with a utility bill where I live now. I, and I had everything set up. I'm not, I don't have, my, my license has not been confiscated. I'm not awaiting a, the, juris, the jurisdiction over a ticket I got is not in dispute. And it, I have nothing, nothing to hold over my head. I actually have my, what would be my old license. I want a new license. So I was able to do all that. And then you, I did it the day of, on a particular Saturday. And... I, suddenly there's a, a it, I felt like I was back to playing the vaccine lottery. And then there's this jackpot of times that open up. <laughs> and I selected one and I said, you know what? I'm going to do it now. But I didn't have my choice of places. There's three places. 
One of which was, I want to say, Elm, Elmwood Park. One of The one I ended up going to was Woodstock. So we're pretty much talking about an hour's drive. Well, you know what? I'm going to spend that hour listening to Mark Grody. That's what I'm going to do. So I made my appointment, and I chose one that would take me an hour's drive, giving myself 10 minutes to get there, 10 minutes, get there 10 minutes early. And I can't tell you how delightful it was to listen to you. I think you and Emma were planning lunch. I think when he was one of your guests, you were planning lunch. When can we get back to normal? We're going to go to lunch when, <laughs> when this thing's all over. We're going to leave Hallis Hall or something like that. And the idea that the stress was totally relieved, because when you go to the Secretary of State's office, you have no idea. You never know. Am I going to stand? Do I get up at four in the morning to get there by 5:30 to stand in line for two and a half hours and hope to God I'm I'm not the 800th person in line waiting outside? Then it's all stress. And some well, of and, and by the way, do, and by the way, yeah. you don't get points for being polite, is what I've noticed. Like you can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I have tried that philosophy of just being over the top friendly and accommodating, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're gonna you're gonna take your shot. I've definitely noticed, guys, that everyone who works on the like the driver's side at the Secretary of State's office, not the vehicle side where like you get your sticker or whatever, the driver's side, every single person there hates their job. Well, every I will tell one. you this. I will tell you this. Everybody go to Woodstock. Make your appointment for Woodstock. You have no stress. I, and I showed up there and there was a a lovely woman standing outside going, have, do you have an appointment? I said, yes, I do. You, okay, then what time? And she and I, I said, and she says, okay, go to the end of the line there. And there's a line of 10 people outside. And they're moving, I can see they're moving people inside even as I'm walking back to the line. So I said, wow, this seems well organized. Other people show up because I happen to show up early. And I said, what time's your, your appointment? And the person said, it was 10 minutes before mine. I said, well, you're ahead of me. And then somebody else was behind me. And they're moving everyone along exactly as planned. These people couldn't have been sweeter, nicer, more efficient, friendlier. They told you everything that was going to happen. You're never more secure and less stressed than when you know what's going to happen, and at least for me. And they lived up to it. What they did, first of all, was they took your picture. Well, they took mine, not your picture. They took my picture, which was usually at the end, and you had to wait and wait and wait and wait. So now, instead of waiting, you're going through the rest of the, essentially the DMV car wash, and you go through, here's what I need, here's proof of who I am, here's where I have to go, here's, then they send you over here, they go to here, and I got my license, because they had already printed the license with a picture, I was in and out of there in 10 minutes. I love you, Woodstock wow. Secretary of State's office. That's great. 10 minutes in and out, and then I got to listen to more Mark Rohde. <laughs> on the way home, I it was a spa day. It was not crowded. There was because you can feel the stress from other people too. You sense it. You know it. They're all. Everybody's got the same thing. All right. When do when do we rise up and when do we when do we start sacrificing humans to to the great God of Secretary of State's office? It it is a it, wonderful it's... thing. The greatest the greatest decision. It should be at everyone. I don't know if it can be worked out that way but i have to tell you that's the only way to go that that is terrific and i'm glad you told the story and i think that dealing with those services in general is like going to the the doctor where you kind of dread it 
going into it. And then even the process sucks because you wait probably longer than you wanted to. And then they might be giving you shots and doing uncomfortable things to you. But there is no better feeling than walking out of any of those institutions and having accomplished whatever it is that you wanted to accomplish. Like the high you get, that one yes. gets yes. from here's your license, there you go, there's no You've made the payment. You have your five forms of identification and birth certificates and, <laughs> you know, an old check, an old mail. That's it's right. like, okay, I made it. But yeah. your your sense of relief sounded like it was just a good experience from step one right on through to the very end. It is. I recommend it for everybody. If you can get it, if you're available for the day of day, the day of day of game, that's essentially what it is. And yeah. you have to be, you can pick your time and do that it is just so so free of stress it's a wonderful opportunity and again not every secretary of state's office offers that but i can't wait to move again just so i can go make another appointment and change my license spa day all right where it was it was a spa day i was i felt i should get some reflexology because it 10 minutes in and out less than 10 minutes in and out it was great and i was right there with you i love it yeah, you were there. You were keeping me company. It was, it was. You were the soundtrack of what was a wonderful spa day. All right, we're gonna take a break, and we'll come back and we'll talk some more sports with Cam Ellis of Odyssey. He's a reporter for Odyssey. We had had him on before when he worked for another outlet, and we'll talk some um, Bears and Cubs and I don't know whatever comes to mind. Steve Rosenblum, Mark Rody, with you, Chicago Sports Radio, six seventy, the score. It definitely set in for me when I definitely got on that plane ride. That's when it definitely hit me. Like, that's when it hit me the hardest because, you know, I've never been to Chicago, Illinois ever. And as soon as I landed, you know, I was over there like a, I felt like a tourist because I was over there looking side to side, looking at all windows, like, oh, ah, like, oh, they're feeling nice and trying to be a, you know, trying to sightsee while I was in the plane and when I got off, the, uh, got onto my car too. And, uh, you know, it really hit me hard because you know, it's just like all that, like I said, that's my dream and I'm just happy to be here. That's Tevin Jenkins talking about the dream drafted by the Bears in the second round, arriving in Chicago, Bears rookie minicamp. But that's not really the Tevin Jenkins cut that we all love. It's when this massive, soon-to-be left tackle sounds like a Keebler elf. Do you guys have a skyscraper? Do you guys have a skyscraper? (laughs) He up talks. Yeah. (laughs) He does, but... It's it's Muppet Keebler Elf territory. It's just how do you? How do you guys do you, have a skyscraper? Do, yeah, do you be right be that big and have the squeaky of a voice? So a little bit a um, little bit of Stewie Griffin too. We gotta we gotta yeah. Yeah. I I think this is. I God. I hope he can play. I want I want guys with personality you to stick around. You suck. Me. Yes. Thank you very much, Stewie. Stewie. We uh, welcome you back to Saturday Suckage, Steve Rosenblum, Mark Rohde. We're going to the score hotline. It's brought to you by Alpamani Nissan, Alpamani Nissan in Melrose Park on North Avenue or APNissan.com. And we welcome from Odyssey, our company, Cam Ellis. Cam, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining Odyssey. Thanks for joining Saturday Suckage again today. How are you, dude? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. So welcome to the family and um, explain to the people who have heard you on this show before. We talked about a variety of things. What 
What is it you're doing for our family? Sure. So I am the Midwest content producer for Odyssey. So basically, I I write about, I cover the sports scenes for the 670, but then also for the 670 of Kansas City and of Cleveland and a little bit of Detroit. So just sort of covering sports in the Midwest, if, if that is big enough for you guys. Well, oh, little, I do believe it is. I think no, so. it's not. It's, it's very little of Detroit, Cam. There's, yeah, they, there's. Isn't every team required to be in last place in Detroit? Isn't that a rule? <laughs> yeah, which is not something I knew beforehand. But you know, my first day in the job, they told me, "Hey, you have to be in last place." I hope you know that. And I was like, "Oh, I've, I know that." When I was interviewing, you know, when it changed the game, but they didn't tell me until I had the job. There we go. What do you think about Justin Fields' mania? Uh, I think it's a lot for day one, but, you know, what else are you going to expect? You know, like uh, we've been sitting here waiting to see him in B-roll and Bears jerseys for, what, uh, two weeks now more? Um, so, you know, it's it's exciting. Um, I, you know, I heard he was accurate yesterday, which is an exciting development. It, it's good to hear that he can pass and pass this. <laughs> Um, but it's, it's fun, you know. It, 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 it's a lot better than going out there and, and pretending to diagnose what a – you know, center would be doing on day one or whatever it would be. We're talking with Cam Ellis, uh, Odyssey reporter, Midwest content producer. We're talking sports here, local Chicago sports on Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. So the 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 quarterback, what, what our eyes, well, well, my eyes tell me that this is a damn sight better than Mitch Trubisky because we've actually seen him play at a program, at a big program. And he went and looked good in a practice against that probably wasn't as good against a roster that wasn't as good as as his Ohio State roster as what he's used to. So he comes in with a far better pedigree. And I don't know if there's anything lost in starting him. The NFL seems to be telling the Bears you're going to start him. We have him on Sunday night TV against the Rams in game one. So here's your starter. It's Justin Fields. And we only know that Brian Pace doesn't know anything about quarterbacks. Matt Nagy might, but we certainly saw evidence of the collaboration. The, the two of them collaborating last time went nowhere with Nick Foles. So what are you trusting at this point with the choice of that quarterback and the decision as to when he starts? I think it's a good question. I think you are trusting that the talent evaluation of Matt Nagy is sort of the, the one when it comes to quarterbacks has been the one thing that bears, the bears haven't really seen in full yet in terms of, you know, getting to draft their own top tier quarterback. So I think you trust or you try and trust that Matt Nagy knows how to evaluate a quarterback enough. Um, and then I think you trust the fact that, like you said, you know, Justin Fields has been at, in the spotlight in major ways since he was basically 15, 16, 17 years old. I mean, I was, I was struck by, he just, he was even asked that yesterday in his press conference and he just talks like he's been doing press conferences for a decade already. Like he just has that sort of the professionalism of all that, that sort of optics stuff down. And so I think you, you know, when they got Trubisky, it was a lot of raw talent. But, yeah, he played one season at UNC. Uh, there wasn't a lot of tape on him, and you see what you saw what happened there. Justin Fields is not quite that in that he has documented history and documented tape of 
being a top tier, top caliber type player. So I think you trust the talent a little more. And I think you try and trust that Matt Nagy as a quarterback evaluator is better than my pace. Yeah, I, I agree with you, especially on Matt Nagy, because, you know, Cam Ellis, before you took the, the sweet Midwest gig you got going here, you were out at Hallis Hall a lot. So you were involved in a lot of the of the Matt Nagy pressers. He sounds like a guy who knows what he's talking about. You know what right, I mean? Like right. It just hasn't yeah. translated to the field for whatever reason. Right. Yeah, you're exactly right. And, and he, the, the, whether or not you want to – I think it's fair to look at how, you know, if he was a quarterback whisperer, why didn't Trubisky work? And I get that argument. But he was hamstrung with what you can do with Mitch Trubisky. And he was hamstrung with what he could do with Nick Foles. Like, that, I think if this doesn't work, it's obviously, you know, everyone in that building knows it's not working if this doesn't work. But I, I think there is some light at the end of the tunnel in the sense that, you finally get to see Matt Nagy with a blank slate and the quarterback that he wants with the offense that he wants. And if that doesn't work, he doesn't have any excuses, but that's what he was brought in to do. So this is sort of the culmination of what they brought Matt Nagy in to do in the first place. We're talking with Cam Ellis of Odyssey. He's a Midwest content reporter for Odyssey for the home team. That's us. What do you, I, I, Mark and I have not talked about this, so Cam, I'm going to ask you, and I want your answer, and Mark, I want your answer, your thoughts on this. What do you make? What do you believe to be true in the um, between the, the war between the snowflake who is Aaron Rodgers and the football team that is the Green Bay Packers? What do you what do you believe to be true, and how do you think this goes? So. I, I believe to be true. What I believe to be true is that they're not happy with it. Like, I don't think this is just weird leveraging and posturing. I, I think Aaron Rodgers probably at a certain point didn't want to play for the Packers anymore. And maybe that's still the case, or maybe it was more the case a week ago. I don't know. I think there are some real hurt feelings on both sides, but I also, I don't see anything happening because there's just so much money involved. And that ends up kind of being, that'll end up trumping most feelings when it comes to this like 40 million dollars or whatever it is is a lot of money and i think all of a sudden when push comes to shove you find ways to make up and figure out feelings when it's that amount of money is on the line yeah i don't disagree with that and i do think the packers are truly preparing for the possibility that that he is gone with the signing of Blake Bortles and obviously having drafted Jordan Love last year. But I do think ultimately he sticks around because he probably still has it the best right where he is. I can understand why some of the, the feelings might have been hurt based on what the Packers haven't drafted through the years and whom they did draft um, last year in Jordan Love. But I also think that a lot of this was premeditated by Aaron Rodgers. Like, he kept quiet for a while after the season had ended in in poor fashion. And then I think there was a plan from the Aaron Rodgers camp to, okay, we'll shut up until right around the draft, and this is where all the noise is being made. Okay. I just, I, I get a kick out of, he just seems like such a snowflake and such a red ass that, that, the passive-aggressive way he's gone about some stuff is not... I, I think he's a terrific leader on the field. He must be beloved in the locker room. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It's just to act like this. And then 
The idea of invoking the whole Jerry Krause thing, you know what, Jerry Krause has, you're five titles behind him, Aaron. Maybe shut up a bit, champ. Maybe maybe just sit this one out because Jerry Krause won and you haven't and you just lost a conference championship playoff game at home. I, I, I think it's great for the Bears and I, I th- still think any Aaron Rodgers discord is better than any positive things that Justin Fields has brought so far. Watching this play out is just head-scratching. And finally, after the way the Bears have endured such misery, you guys, you guys taking great joy in this? I mean, your, your heart of hearts, you're not... Step away from being a reporter and not supposed to have any strong, rooting feelings. But isn't this hysterical? And aren't you loving this? Well, I'll, let me take the first stab at this one, Cam, if you don't mind. Yeah. I, my, no, my feeling... Yeah, my, my feelings on it are... Probably not what you'd think, Steve, because Aaron Rodgers has already won. Like, he has beaten down the Bears for a decade plus. He's got his Super Bowl. Like, they they have won. They have belittled and crushed the Bears for years. He's 37 years old. So, while, of course, I would prefer, for the Bears' sake, that Aaron Rodgers not be in the same division, he's already won. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm a I'm a sucker for you know juicy gossip. So like any sort of team stripe, <laughs> I, I I I enjoy. And also, I think the Rogers thing is funny because the only you know the the, the rumor is that or not even a rumor at this point, but the, the complaint seems to be that you know he he's not getting the help he wants. They're, they they were still like an elite offensive team last year, like one of the best in football. So it, I, I get it, but at the same time, it's it's not like you know. They were the Bears' offense. I get Aaron Rodgers being mad if they were putting up ten points a game or whatever it was. So I'm always down for a nice juicy, um, a nice juicy rumor, especially in the off season. But I think at the end of the day, like you know, like I said, it's there's so much money on the line, and people are going to want to get paid that money when push comes to shove. And I don't see how you leave that on the table just to make a point. Maybe he does because he's Aaron Rodgers and that's how he's wired. But that'd be some move. Oof. Yes, what is stupid? Uh, for 200, Aaron, that's what I'll take. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cam, we appreciate it, and um, thank you for your time. Look forward to talking to you again about all things Midwest, all content Midwest. Thanks for joining us awesome. today. Awesome. Thanks, right. guys. I'll talk to you later. All right. From you, Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y, our home team, and that's Cam Ellis. Um, love having him on and does a terrific job. You can find him at Odyssey Stations writing about the Midwest. So we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back. And Mark, I don't know what you heard, but we need to do what Mark heard. You heard heard stuff this week, didn't you? I heard a lot, and just a little. I don't want to give the whole thing away, but it's all bears. Bears, bears, my friend. All right, next hour, what Mark heard. And and, right, and what are you doing, Wagner? We'll, We'll return to Saturday Suckage like it ought to be. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Mark Rohde. Thank you for listening. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.